0: Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the 13th day. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. Let them vanish like smoke when the wind drives it away. As the wax melts at the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them also be merry and joyful. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides upon the heavens. Yahweh is his name. Rejoice before him. Father of orphans, defender of widows, God in his holy habitation. God gives the solitary a home and brings forth prisoners into freedom. But the rebels shall live in dry places. O God, when you went forth before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth shook and the skies poured down rain at the presence of God, the God of Sinai, at the presence of God, the God of Israel, You sent a gracious rain, O God, upon your inheritance. You refreshed the land when it was weary. Your people found their home in it. In your goodness, O God, you have made provision for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of women who bore the tidings. Kings with their armies are fleeting away and the women at home are dividing the spoils. Though you lingered among the sheepfolds, you shall be like a dove whose wings are covered with silver, whose feathers are like green gold. When the Almighty scattered kings, it was like snow falling in Zalman. O mighty mountain, O hill of Bashan, O rugged mountain, of hill of Bashan, Why do you look with envy, O rugged mountain, at the hill which God chose for his resting place? Truly the Lord will dwell there forever. The chariots of God are 20,000. Even thousands of thousands, the Lord comes in holiness from Sinai. You have gone up on high and led captivity captive. You have received gifts even from your enemies. Let the Lord God might dwell among you. Blessed be the Lord day by day, the God of our salvation who bears our burdens. He is our God, the God of our salvation. God is the Lord by whom the earth escaped death. God shall crush the heads of his enemies and the hairy scalp of those who go on still in their wickedness. The Lord has said, I will bring back from Bashan I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, that your foot may be dipped in blood, the tongues of your dogs of the blood of your enemies. They see your procession, O God, your procession into the sanctuary, my God and my King. The singers go before, musicians follow after, in the midst of maidens playing upon the hand drums, Bless God in the congregation. Bless the Lord, you that are a fountain of Israel. There is Benjamin least in the tribes at the head, the princes of Judah in a company, and the princes of Zebulon and Naphtali. Send forth your strength, O God. Establish, O God, what you have wrought from us. Kings shall bring gifts to you in your temple's sake at Jerusalem. Rebuke the wild beasts of the reeds, and the peoples a herd of wild bulls with their calves. Trample down those who lust after silver. Scatter the peoples with delight in war. Let tribute be brought out of Egypt. Let Ethiopia stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God a kingdom of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. He rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens. He sends forth his voice, his mighty voice. Ascribe power to God. His majesty is over Israel. His strength is in the skies. How wonderful is God in his holy places. The God of Israel shall give strength and power to his peoples. Blessed be God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16, beginning at the 6th verse. Paul and Silas went through the region of Phygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. When they come opposite Meista, They attempted to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So, passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision. There stood a man in Macedonia pleading with him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. When he had seen the vision, he immediately tried to cross over to Macedonia, being convinced that God is calling him to proclaim the good news to him. He set sail for Troas, and looked straight course to Samothrace, and following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the leading city in the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city for some days. On the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate by the river, where we supposed there was a place of prayer. We sat down and spoke to the woman who had gathered there. A certain woman named Lydia, a worshiper of God, was listening to us. She was from the city of Thyatira, and a dealer in purple cloth. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was being said by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she urged us, saying, If you had judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she prevailed upon us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 12, beginning at the ninth verse. When the great crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was in Bethany, They came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom they had raised from the dead. So the chief priests planned to put Lazarus to death as well, since it was on account of him that many of the Jews were deserting and were believing in Jesus. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel! Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, "Do not be afraid, daughters of Zion; look, your king is coming, sitting on donkey's colt." His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him, and had done it to him. So the crowds that had been with him, when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify. It was also because they heard that he had performed this sign that the crowds went to meet him. The Pharisees said one to another, You see, you can do nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever, amen.
1: A reading for the Tuesday following Proper 19. This is a reading from the sermons of Peter Chrysologus. Bishop of Ravenna, in the year 450. I will break away and return to my father. The prodigal who spoke these words was lying prostrate on the ground. He has pondered his fall, taken stock of his ruin, found himself mired in sin, and so he exclaims, I will break away and return to my father. What is the basis for such hope, such assurance, and such confidence on his part? the very fact that it is to his father to whom he will return. I have forfeited my sonship, he tells himself, but he has not forfeited his fatherhood. There is no need for a stranger to intercede with a father. It is the father's own affection which intervenes and supplicates in the depths of the heart. His paternal instinct yearns to beget his child anew through forgiveness. Therefore, Guilty though I am, I will return to my father. And the father, on citing his son, immediately covers over his sin. He prefers his role as father to his role as judge. At once he transforms the sentence into pardon, for he desires his son's return, not his ruin. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him. This is how the father judges and corrects. He gives a kiss in place of a beating. The power of love takes no account of sin. That is why the father pardons his child's guilt with a kiss and covers it with an embrace. The father does not reveal his child's sin, neither does he stigmatize his son. He nurses his wounds in such a way that they leave no scar or dishonor whatever, happy is the one whose fault is taken away. If the past behavior of this youngster has filled us with disgust, and if the prodigal's escapade has shocked us, we must ourselves be careful not to become estranged from such a father. The sight alone of the father suffices to put sin to flight, to keep transgression away, and to repel every kind of evil and temptation. But if we have drifted away from the Father, if we have squandered all his goods by a dissolute life, if we have happened to commit some sin or misdeed, if we have fallen into the bottomless pit of impiety and into absolute ruin, we must finally arise and return to such a Father, encouraged by such an example his father caught sight of him and was deeply moved. He ran out to meet him and threw his arms around his neck and kissed him. Now, I ask what place there is here for despair? What occasion for an excuse or for any kind of fear? Unless perhaps we dread meeting the father and his kiss makes us afraid. Unless perhaps we believe that it is only to get hold of him And take revenge rather than to welcome and forgive him that the father comes and takes his son by the hand. That he presses him to his heart and embraces him. But this life-destroying thought, this enemy of our salvation, is completely disarmed by the words that follow. The father said to his servants, quick, bring out the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. Take the fatted calf and kill it. Let us eat and celebrate, because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. After hearing this, can we still put off our own return to the Father? Here ends the reading.
0: And you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth, with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, Strengthen it where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you, Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation,